The name's Bond. James Bond. What do you think you're doing? Keeping the British hand up, sir. Grow up, 007. <laughs> this never happened to the other fellow. I'm the man. Every penny of it. So you put your money where your mouth is. Well, that's quite a nice little nothing you're almost wearing. I approve. I'll do anything for a woman with a knife. Shocking, positively shocking. You get your clothes on, I'll buy you a nice train. <laughs> Welcome back to 007 for another best of. We are cranking out the greatest hits uh, of the commentaries today as we are on the 60s commentaries. This is the Sean Connery plus very brief George Lazenby era. Uh, and uh, just a bit of a disclaimer as you're listening to these because we don't know uh, how it went all over the place. We reference things that don't happen to later on, but uh, these are commentaries were recorded out of order because uh, we just randomly drew them based on Andrew.Hedges.RandomNumberGenerator or whatever. And uh, you may very well hear things referenced uh, at a You Only Live Twice commentary or a Thunderball commentary that's not going to be referenced again until uh, something that you may have heard earlier. Who knows? It's going to be all over the place. And um, of course, as always, these are our commentary recaps. So expect approximately 50 to 60% of it to stay on topic. Uh, so here it is, the best of the commentaries of the 60s Bond era. Tree blind mice in a row, tree blind mice near they go. We decided to start with Dr. No. I know this is a personal favorite of yours. Um, Love that. Do you want to describe a little bit about how the commentaries are going to work? If we've decided. I thought you, just, thought you were about to say, do you want to describe Dr. No? Yeah. So we were about to watch it, Colin. Well, the uh, MGM logo starts with the lion. Yeah. <laughs> then we get boom with a boom with a boom with a three <laughs> blind mice. Um, now, we'll just be talking over it. Uh, a lot of it will be reiteration from our first episode. Obviously, we've gone through them all, so we might have some differing opinions. Um, but we're just going to be having fun with it. Dr. No is a fun film. Um, so. Yeah, we'll try and talk about some different stuff, but it will be our live conversation as it's going. So it'll be a bit different from the film recap. And don't expect a lot of behind-the-scenes stories from the set, uh, <laughs> as we were decades away from being born at this point. <laughs> we weren't there. Yeah, um, none of us were there. Uh, but we probably covered it in our recap episode, which you can download. Uh, not so <laughs> Double, Double seven, seven. Seven. It's been so long we forgot who we are. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Who? What? When? That's why. Who Prince is it? Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> We're like, let's pull together an episode at the last minute. As soon as we start recording, wait a second. Wasn't there a third guy at some point on this show? <laughs> I think his name was Cable. Cable. That's right. Let's go. Okay. So we're gonna do a countdown for five. So it'll go five, four, three, two, one, and then on the go, you hit play. <laughs> On the no, five, four, three, play. two, one, go. No, we're gonna five, four, three, two, one, no. No, that's what we'll go on. Are we ready? Five, no, four, three, two, one, no. Well, we didn't see like Stamper wearing glasses and <laughs> cane or anything like that, or knickknack. I don't know. Knickknack is a blind. Would have been fantastic. The blind chef of Scaramanga. <laughs> 
I like how it's got Doctor written out there, but then everywhere else, including the film's title, is DR. Yeah. I think yours is a couple seconds ahead of mine here. Okay, let me... Uh... <laughs> this is how great our commentary is. <laughs> You're like Doctor, and I pause for a second. I'm like, yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at the communications center and a girl carrying a note. Is that where you are? Uh... Right now, she just tapped the dispatcher on the shoulder. Now she picked up the note. All right, let me pause for a couple seconds. <laughs> this is how the rest. This is how the second year of Double R Seven is gonna go. <laughs> All right, we've got two uh, British folks talking to each other. Is that right? Yeah. He just pressed a button. <laughs> <laughs> now he's walking to the girl. He's on the phone. Now he just left and started walking. All right. <laughs> I mean, on the plus side, since I'm doing the recording on this one, everybody else should be synced with me. Noah's is. How was my line shorter than your line? <laughs> You're playing yours at high speed or something. All right. Now we're zooming into the name of the club. Yeah, Le Circle. Just give him my card. Is that where we're at? Uh, now, yeah. You're, I think you're like one and a half seconds ahead now. We're almost caught up by Sean Connery's introduction. Now we've got Mildred and Bert walking into the club. Yes, uh, waiter just walked past them. <laughs> we've got cards now. Cards now, okay. I and think we're trench. close enough. And Trench. The great Sylvia Trench. <laughs> Alright, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Now it's here, Universal Exports. I like that that's there as well on the wall. There. Oh, Granny so Penny. How'd you get ahead of me again? I just saw the Universal <laughs> Exports on the wall. <laughs> Alright. Granny Penny, is she there? She just oh. slapped him. Granny Penny's at least 10 years away, but <laughs> I know she, she just slapped him now. All right. <laughs> you're just gonna every five minutes you're gonna have to pause for at least 10 seconds <laughs> how does my demon just speed up every now and then no idea it's skipping or something sure it's not a vhs <laughs> it's missing three three <laughs> seconds of footage this is one of three times we see james bond's apartment is it this Live and Let Die and Spectre. And Spectre. I love that he nearly slaughters uh, Sylvia Trench. There. You mentioned taking the shoes off. This is completely off topic, but in Australia, <laughs> is it proper etiquette to take your shoes off when you walk into your house or somebody else's house? It is. It's, it's household by household rules. There's no one uh, norm. It's some people... And it makes it confusing because it's like, is, can I walk in here or not? Um, so at my house, nobody cares. Um, at Ben's house, you take your shoes off. So it's, it's really a household by household. You also keep the noise levels down at this time of night. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just, uh, I, I bring that up because like, I'm in Canada and just south of us in America. I mean, you could drive three hours into North Dakota and if you walk into a house and take your shoes off, they look at you like you're an alien. Like, 
that's you keep your shoes on you have even if it's just indoor shoes you're always wearing indoor shoes whereas in canada if you walk into a house with your shoes on like somebody's hitting you over the head or something (laughs) never do it Uh, i don't mind it because i hate wearing shoes Uh, i hate wearing shoes socks pants pretty much everything i take socks off as soon as i can (laughs) this this is this is too much information but this is what happens when you record later at night my wife makes fun of me because I'll come home and I'll have one sock on, one sock off, or occasionally I'll have both of my socks just dangling way off my foot. Um, are you my baby sister, Colin? <laughs> well, she noticed we got a newborn, and he does this. He'll have his sock dangling half off his foot, and he's like, "You can't be taking after your dad after six weeks." <laughs> I don't know how we got on this. I know this is Jamaica and not the Bahamas, but I just have to say, looking at the airport in Jamaica, that is what the airport in Nassau looks like to this day. <laughs> Maybe it's just a Caribbean thing. Um, I think I'm ahead of you again. <laughs> oh, no. Where are you at? Um, Bond just turned around to see the car behind him. Uh, has I he gone right yet? Him. No. I'll tell, tell you. me when he, he goes just... right. Hold on. He just sped past. Here comes the other car. This is for everybody did else he, to know if they're at the right spot with us. Still did speeding. he turn right? No. <laughs> wow, how far ahead did you get in the last <laughs> six minutes? Are you sure you didn't miss him turning right? <laughs> no, he just turned right. All right. Well, my, my counter other... says 19 minutes and 50 seconds right now. What does yours say? 18 minutes and 20 what? seconds. <laughs> so yours is playing faster, yet it's further behind. Oh, we're watching Doctor No. Oh, sorry. Not um, Die Another Day. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, that's good. I don't know. Does yours have more scenes in it? I don't know. This is like from Russia with Love BHS all over again. <laughs> He's making the guy get out of the car now? Uh, yeah. The guy's slowly inching towards the <laughs> Slowly, door. slowly no, getting... And then he's grabbing a gun and no Bond stopped him? Is no, that what he's we're not at? grabbing it. Now he just reached for the gun. Bond hit his hand. And now he's been thrown out? No. <laughs> now he's thrown out. <laughs> You're watching a different film. <laughs> Two completely different things are happening oh, now. Kick, Australia flip. had a kick flipped over. Yeah, half. He just picked up a piece Get of up. wood, throwing the wood at him. Flip bond him. flipped him over. Yeah. All right. I think you're a bit behind me now, so we should be good for about ah. a minute and a half. <laughs> now talk. Yeah, they're talking now. That's going to really help us get synced. More talking. <laughs> Let me have a cigarette. <laughs> Lips moving. Um, I'll tell you when he bites it. Now. Yeah, and now he's making dumb facial expressions. <laughs> this, there was no need for two characters here. They could have just dropped one of these characters. Yeah, exactly. One of the many issues with Dr. No. (laughs) 
And this is the part of the movie where we neither of us have any opinion on. <laughs> I always just fade out whenever like those that Colonel character is on screen in this movie. <laughs> like anytime, anytime Bond talks to fancy British people, I'm just completely out of it. I'm not paying attention. Honestly, I. I know there are Bond movies where, especially we're doing the rewatch last year where I was having to pay really close attention. There were some scenes where I'm like reciting it word for word and the next scene comes up and I'm like, has this always been in the movie? You know, because there are those points where you just, you, you're still enjoying it, but you zone out. This colonel, he's just not needed. Like just then he's like, it's a blood patch. And we just zoomed in on a blood patch. <laughs> yeah, we get it. That was a radio. Yeah. There's a candle. We're looking for clues. <laughs> you, you picked up a piece of paper from Professor Dent. <laughs> yes, I did. Geology is a hobby of strength. Is geology anyone's hobby? <laughs> <laughs> what are you into? Baccarat, geology? <laughs> I have to admit, I missed this part. I've didn't know that Quarrel and Strangways knew each other. Well, how could you have missed that? <laughs> I told you I stopped paying attention when this colonel was on the screen. <laughs> you really hate this man, don't you? First vodka martini? Yeah. We should be caving count to make sure we got it right. That's right. <laughs> That's the whole uh, point of these commentaries. Just to, prove we just to make right. sure we're all on the same page yeah. and we'll still somehow find a way to disagree. <laughs> And this was a recurring thing in these early films. Bonds at his apartment, uh, snooping around. Well, this is one of the things I liked that they included from the books. The fact that Bond didn't really have gadgets in the books, but he did do things like put talcum powder on a briefcase or, you know, put one of his hairs on uh, uh, <laughs> the entrance of a door frame. I can't wait to see Daniel Craig. People say Daniel Craig is the return to Fleming's Bond. I want to see Daniel Craig snooping around, just casually putting hairs on doors. <laughs> you are not a James Bond until you wield the power of talcum powder. <laughs> but it's it's a clever trick. I remember trying this when I was a teenager. <laughs> like, I wonder if this would work. <laughs> just by your reaction, I'm guessing it didn't. <laughs> I don't even remember. Try it on your wife tonight. That's right. <laughs> but try it on her with the door? Try it on her? I'm going <laughs> to lick a hair and stick it to your face to see if you breathe. <laughs> oh, I can't stand fancy British people like this in... <laughs> This is going to become the new thing. It's not going to be trashing on Timothy Dalton or trashing on Daniel Craig. It's be trashing on the fancy British fancy people. Fancy British people. Clydell Smith. As much as we love Terrence Young, way too many fancy British people in movies. Like, where are the Jamaicans in this Jamaican city? <laughs> they just whitewashed this entire Jamaican country. We're going to Jamaica. <laughs> Oh, there's one. I don't see <laughs> an one. Extra. I think you're ahead again. <gasps> Quarrel? Nope. Well, he just stepped out of a cab. What is going on here? How did I get ahead when I was just behind <laughs> you? Can you just make it a point every five minutes to pause for ten seconds? 
They just showed. I Coral. just dropped a maybe. <laughs> maybe already. How? I was behind you. Oh, uh, get really. Far I'm at on. 26 minutes. I'm at 27:06, and he hasn't said maybe yet. <laughs> a different movie. I'm at quarrel. Now ain't that nice? He just said. Have you got to maybe? I not sitting closely enough. Hold on. Look at this. We're just trying to catch up, and we're missing Quarrel's introduction here. Yeah, we missed the most important part of the entire film because somehow my DVD skipped a bit. This is why you watch the commentaries. You're never going to get this from the 1976 interviews with Eunice Gayson, <laughs> but you will get it here on 007. Winston Churchill and the name of Pussfellow's right. Beer. <laughs> the greatest trivia facts. Although, I'm not seeing that, so I think we're out of sync. <laughs> well, it's just, it's the boxes in the background. It says something. No, uh, there's no boxes in the background. <laughs> just... uh, there they are. Yeah, there you I see right. them now. What does it say? Red. Red grand? Red stripe. Red stripe. There it is, red stripe. There we go. That's <laughs> it. This is what we've watched. I jumped up Jamaica. This is what we've watched the last 13 uh, or 31 minutes or possibly 29 <laughs> minutes for, was just to find out. Okay, so... Fire and the dragonettes. Yeah. Jump up, jump up. Where's the guy? The, we gotta see the guy. I think you're gonna be ahead of me already. <laughs> Where is he? He's gone. He's coming. Or is he, he in another scene? He's not in your DVD. There he is! <laughs> Hold on, I'll tell you when I see him. How, are you How am I ahead of you again? I'll tell you when I see him. You're really far ahead, too. <laughs> there he is! There he is, crazy... <laughs> I really do think we're watching different cuts of this film. <laughs> oh, that me. guy. How is there not a gif of that guy? Oh, I wish there was. <laughs> Dr. No, what about this big wide open room? That's for my chair! <laughs> and my spider. <laughs> Uh, Professor Dent, what is with the straw hat he's holding you? I love Professor Dent having a staring competition with the spider. I think you're ahead again. Um. <laughs> Although you do, you do have to love the straw hat, though. Um, yeah. It is sunny in Jamaica, so he's sun smart, Professor Dent. <laughs> All that geology hobby. Alright, I'll tell you when he picks it up. Uh, as soon as he... He just put his hands on it. Actually, it I'll pause when he when he leaves, and you tell me exactly when he leaves. Okay. All right. And, until then, let's talk about how great it is when he walks out the room very slowly. <laughs> and he just left the room. And Bond just walked into a different room? Yes. I think we've got different cuts of this film. <laughs> it's the only Could way to explain it. playing faster or something? But how will it... Are you watching it on a DVD player or a Blu-ray player? I'm watching it on my computer. Okay. See, I'm watching it on a Blu-ray player, so maybe that's maybe playing it differently. Different. <laughs> I think we just discovered that time moves at different speeds between Australia and Canada. <laughs> We're breaking new grounds here uh, in terms of time. 
Yeah, you're on Canadian speed. Yeah, that's right. You just do <gasps> things a lot slower. Gone. But there's a nice fingerprint there, too. <laughs> oh, God damn it, henchman number two. Why were you eating chocolate cake before we came in here? Do the three blind mice have names? Um, you talking about like in the song or <laughs> just the henchmen? The guys. Let's check IMDb on that. We need to... Gary. <laughs> Gary. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> love the henchmen would have the most boring names imaginable. Oh, what were they called in? The original Casino Royale, like there was like two with like really weird names, and then just one that was just completely. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Basil was Basil. one. This of... <laughs> <laughs> was always pronounced Basil. It was the lisp. Basil. I can't wait to do the commentary of that. <laughs> oh, here comes one of the most debated things: the death of the three blind mice. <laughs> Yeah, but it's funny because it's just not obvious at all, even though they set them up early on as important characters, and then we don't even see them when they die. And it took me ten years of watching this film for it to click that it actually was the three by mine. <laughs> if it is the three by mine. Well, it's not like they're fancy British guys here. You shouldn't have been tuned out at this point in the film. Well, I think we debated it because I think Ben said he saw four people in the car or something. Um, maybe Puss Fella dies here too. Well, there, actually, I think in that last shot there might have been... No. There's no way Ben's right. Come on. <laughs> I thought I was just correcting myself there. No way is that happening. I love the, uh, the, the bad projection where the car now has expanded to be about 40 feet tall in the background. That's some C4... In that car. <laughs> I love Wait, that it on, doesn't even it do anything. It literally goes down a hill. Hold on, I'll tell you when it blows up. It blew up. And there's nobody in that front seat. They escaped. You know what? There's a spin-off <laughs> still to come. <laughs> Was that like Bond's first one-liner, though? I think, yeah, I think it's the first, like, at least you could say, pun or whatever he has. There are probably some lines early on he had, but nothing that obvious. Miss Tara just walked out of the door, and she's walking across the room. No, <laughs> I think your computer plays it faster. She just walked out. I'll tell you when she opens the door. All right, I've got it paused on her hand on the door. She opened the door. Bond right. just started speaking. I think you're good. She's dripping. <laughs> <laughs> he just walked in. Oh, he just grabbed her towel. Just keep it playing. We know you're going to get eventually anyways. They're kissing. Yes. They've stopped. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I Okay. I love Bond's whole attitude in this scene. Just the way he's messing with her. And he's he's not even, even trying to be... It's almost like he's coming right out and being like, I know exactly what you're doing. Here he sniffs the towel. <laughs> and I swear he just licked it as well. <laughs> <laughs> he's licking towels now. 
<laughs> he really should have hooked up with the photographer girl. She's licking light bulbs. He's licking towels. <laughs> they got yeah, some great licking back. action between the two of them. <laughs> The exaggerated death of Professor Dent. Yeah! <laughs> you have screamed like Mary there. <laughs> it really is his own fault. Alright, a car just drove. It just stopped, just in case you're checking. Oh, I'm at quarrel. Nope. This is just the worst. <laughs> it's our first time. Alright, Catherine. Yeah, <laughs> the one person who will watch this with the commentary and bombfan twenty seven or whoever that is. Well, let's be honest, though. I mean, have you like a lot of people do this doing commentaries for stuff? Half the time, I'm not actually watching it. If it's something I've seen a million times, I'll just listen to the the commentary track on its own. Right as in, if you're just listening to the commentary. That's track right. On. Why do they take another? Ah, oh, never mind. It's for Felix. PR23. We need to know what that is. PR20. Professor Ralph 23. <laughs> Professor Dent's brother was Professor Ralph. <laughs> no, I remember it was RJ Dent. What's his name? Oh, Professor that's right. Ralph. <laughs> Professor Ralph J. Dent. <laughs> we that was it. his boat. We're <laughs> about to encounter the dragon. I sure hope you're caught up in time for the quarrel's death here. Whatever's coming, it's coming this way. Well, they're w running through the water now. Keep yours playing. We know you'll catch up pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> and Quarrel just died. <laughs> James Bond will return in Goldfinger. <laughs> you skipped a whole movie by the time we're done with this. Yeah, we know uh... there's a problem if you start telling us about uh, Seth Linder. <laughs> Seriously, these three need their own TV show together. This, like, we we know that Ian Fleming developed a TV show at some point, but this one especially almost feels like like a great pilot episode of a James Bond television show. They need uh, Bond, Honey, and Quarrel, Jamaican crime solving yeah. series with recurring character Pussfeld. Hawaii or, or Kingston PR23 kind of the, the title <laughs> yeah, of it. PR23, that's what it is. <laughs> and Pussfella could be, that's just a front and he's their boss and he gives them the missions at the bar at the he's, start of every episode. Pussfella's the one that every once in a while says, that's it, I'm taking your badge, Bond. <laughs> <gasps> oh, quarrel. Oh, it's coming. This is the worst <laughs> prop or, or anything, whatever you okay. want to call it, in James Bond history. You just shot the light out. I was frightened, so I decided to come closer to the gunfire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here it is. Uh, no, why He's not even firing. Well, what's he firing at now? <laughs> ah! <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing, okay. I know that I'm sick and twisted when it comes to people burning, <laughs> but he just instantly hits the ground dead as soon as he's burned. Like, don't we want to see a little bit of him rolling around screaming? <laughs> At least try, Quarrel. <laughs> Look, the dragon car is really hokey, but I do like the hazmat suits. That's oh, a nice yeah. touch. And their decontamination stuff later on. 
I just Quarrel's body was just left there to die, wasn't it? <laughs> like, did anyone fetch it up? Well, how come we're not seeing the glow on their faces right now? Like, shouldn't this be more well lit now with Quarrel's corpse burning? <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at it! It's just it's in the background, Bernie! <laughs> I can hear it! You can almost smell the burning flesh at this point. <laughs> oh, Puss Fella's gonna be so distraught. <laughs> They're going to have a funeral awake at Puss Fellows. <laughs> the Quarrel Wake. <laughs> that was a deleted scene. Yeah. Byron Quarrel Lee Jr. Play. and Puss Fella. We must carry on the legacy my father started. <laughs> yeah, that's where the, uh, Quarrel Jr. started was at the wake at Puss Fella. Puss Fella says, I have something. Your father wanted you to have it when you were old enough. It's the keys to his boat. <laughs> I've got a question for you. They introduced Spectre, 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 uh, back into the films and Blofeld. Mm-hmm. Say Daniel Craig, and it's not looking likely, but say he's around for three more films or that Spectre's around, um, they don't get rid of it. Uh, what's his face? Waltz returns for more films. Would you be open to seeing some more classic villains getting updated into modern films through the lens mm. of Spectre or do you think they should be left as they are? No, I think I think Blofeld's kind of something different. I I think part of the problem is that if you tried to do a lot of the classic villains, they're so tied to the story itself that you would have to just retell the story. Whereas with Blofeld, you could interject him into any story you want. If you did Goldfinger, you'd have to do the whole Goldfinger story. If you did Scaramanga, you'd have to do some variation of Man with a Golden Gun. I have liked the idea, especially with the way they handled it in Spectre, though, of picking a movie or maybe more than one movie and just introducing elements. So they have, you know, the kind of Alps resort in Honor Majesty's Secret Service. They they have the love story uh, in Honor Majesty's Secret Service and things like that. I think they could definitely continue doing that. So we're going back to Crab Key for Bond 25? <laughs> they could go back to Crab Key. We need to finally them. see the, the killer crabs or octopus or whatever it was <laughs> that Honey was supposed to fight. Oh, yeah. That's right. Hold on. Let's make sure we're synced here. Bond's they just grabbed Bond. Up. And now they just started punching him. And now he's waking up in his cell. Almost. I'll pause for a second. <laughs> They're punching this, him. This <laughs> break... That fight is the worst fight ever. Now, he just, <laughs> now they just showed him waking up. That is up there like, for one of the worst bot fights. I gotta ever. wonder, he has a rip in his sleeve and a rip on the back of his coat now. How did punching him result <laughs> in this being ripped? It was the claws when he got tucked in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I'm born right. for this, Colin. Let's do it. Uh, and three, two, one, Nash. Great Canadian, <sighs> Steve Nash. I, I, I just realized we did three, two, one, Nash. Couldn't we have done like three, two, one? And what's the thing he says? Not old buddy. Um, old man. Old man. Is that what he yeah, says? He does. Yeah. Oh, oh, start again. Start again. Man. Okay. <laughs> three, two, one. <laughs> 
I'm so uh, sad to say this, but I was I probably, I don't know, let's say 19 or something when I saw this movie for the first time. Even at that age, I didn't quite get this is supposed to be a mistress. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean that's what you can do with her? What? Well, I'm like, <laughs> why is his wife living in his office? <laughs> Where they lived in the 60s, Colin, to keep them on a leash. She rubs her hips. It's not the place to rub, love. Apparently his neck is. <laughs> oh, what a hard life. Oh, I'm bored. I'm I'm doing my work. This is me. I'm like, i got work to do. <laughs> That's literally <laughs> Jamie. That's literally Jamie every, like, Friday night. Puts on some Barry Manilow, you know, <laughs> rubs the shoulders. See, everyone puts on Barry White, but it's Barry Manilow in your house. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Ah. <laughs> so he's excited. His nipples are hard. You can see his nipples through that shirt. Oh, 60s kissing. So terrible. Yeah, don't yeah, stand don't in the house, st- Casey. <laughs> How did he get I, even I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I love, I just, I love having this picture of like, Jamie, I'm going to record. And that's when the kids deliberately like, you walk upstairs, everything's on fire. Jamie's there sitting, having a smoke. You said you would be two hours. I, I always, I always tell her with these commentaries, she's like, well, how long is it going to be? I'm like, well, we're watching the movie. So no longer than the movie. And then four hours later. <laughs> We start ranking these. Are they wearing the same suit? I think they are. <laughs> Did they not they get the memo? They got the same memo? pocket. Literally everything. They got the same pocket square. Their tie is different, though. On Tuesday, I wear grey Bond. Bond showed up with a mustache this day, and they're like, <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not getting that close. <laughs> Magic carpet. <laughs> that was the other thing Jamie hated in Diamonds Are Forever. It's like, Every death scene is so bad. <laughs> People get punched. It's like, <laughs> has she seen Die Another Day? Yeah. Okay, I'm looking. I don't know. To I don't know what her opinion is on it. Her thoughts on that. What? Again, like, why like, does Dave Bond the thing? <laughs> walk into a hotel room? Yeah. He puts his key in the lock. Fun does his tie. Goes to the seat. <laughs> Wipes his ass. Peels an orange. Does Sudoku. Rubs on some deodorant. Dun 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 That means it was never his plan to assume the identity of Nash. He just mm. was following them, and he's like, oh, there's a guy who's talking to him here. Oh, I just heard what their code was. Let me kill this guy and assume the identity. It's better than, I love you. <laughs> I wanted to do that. I love you. <laughs> I just old, that. old man. <laughs> I want every every Bond actor to have had that scene. Like, Lazenby, I love you. Uh, more. Mm, I love you. Quite lucky. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> thought I loved Jay. <laughs> thought I loved Jay. Pray. D- D- I love you. I love you. <laughs> love you. Love you. <laughs> I was, Elba, uh, I fucking love you after the Suicide <laughs> Squad. 
I, I was actually just telling Jamie the other day about how all the Bond actors have that that one quote that we just is the go-to, and you just mentioned them all. It's uh, old buddy. It's uh, uh, thought I've forgotten you. It's uh, sorry, sorry. And then uh, of course <laughs> he had a lot of guts. <laughs> <laughs> which i love that line when i watched on majesties the other other day i just i love that line so much and this is the only reference to smirsh in the entire series until living daylights i think and what smirsh is like the quantum to specter or is it yeah different- smirsh well smirsh was like the first the first half dozen novels ian fleming wrote was about smirsh and then it transitioned into Spectre after that. And what does Smirsh stand for? Um, well, I think it, whatever eat. it is in Russian, it's supposed to be death to spies. Right. Smelly men eat rhubarb <laughs> safely. Hello. Uh. <laughs> Hello. There's the episode title. That's the episode title. Smelly men eat rhubarb safely. Hello. <laughs> Hang on, I'm going to write that down now. Smelly <laughs> men Eat rhubarb safely. Hi, Ben. Hello. 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 <laughs> Is Jamie wearing a thick glasses? Does she think you're attractive today? <laughs> why are we? Why are we at ninety nine episodes? Why have we not been cancelled? <laughs> this hat that's another thing i don't i don't need him in the sailor hat during this this big tense climax on gilligan's just sit right back and hear a tale the captain vavra krilinko too <laughs> now that was a show. Let's get into this. Is Lion ready? Oh, here? look, Lion is just lying around waiting for us to, to do this. So let's get Goldfinger right. raring to go. Three, two, one. Dink. Dink. <laughs> Mine's not playing. Okay, there we go. And already... So I'm going to be about two seconds behind everybody. <laughs> already we've got the delay. <laughs> Nick and I were talking a little bit about her. And I think, yeah, we looked and we were like, holy crap, she's 51. And we were both on the page that she hasn't aged since Goldeneye. We were like, damn, she still looks amazing. She's had some assistance. Well, look, she's allowed to. Look, Daniel Um, Craig, go back and watch this movie. Look at that chest hair, okay? Like, I get it. You're sexy. But... (laughs) Do you have a hairy chest, Ben? (laughs) Bit of a personal question, Colin. Uh... Well, it's just you have this hang-up about chest hair. I did until yesterday. I may have shaved. (laughs) Are you a Sean Connery or a Daniel Craig? (laughs) I'm a Pierce Brosnan. 
<laughs> Pierce is, I guess, more on the Sean Connery side. I think Pierce is hairier. I think Pierce has got more, like, like Sean's kind of constantly. Sure. Although, yeah. though Sean's got a hairy back by the looks of things there. I don't think Pierce is. Sean's got a hairy. What the funniest thing is, the opening scene when he's getting the massage from Dink, the hairiest thing on this man's body is the back of his thighs. I mean, he's got more on the back of his thighs than he does on his head. But, but look at his chest there. Like, he's just concentrated around, like, you know, the man boob area, which, you know, was a bit of a snail trail going down the stomach. Whereas Pierce Brosnan is, like, you know, bush all over which you know i think it works and why are we talking about this why why are we like just critiquing and that would not knock him out come on famous line my friend said which i know i've said on this show when i said when she uttered the words to me like oh sean connery today he's hot i'm like well he's old enough to be your grandpa and he's like oh he was my grandpa (laughs) incest wouldn't be a problem (laughs) like katie that's um i know you're tasmanian but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's a line there I know, my wife's a big fan of sean connery even as an old man i think she's nodding yes so you know the sad <laughs> thing the, the really sad thing is that um we are probably within a decade of losing our first james bond because uh-huh. you know it's going to be sean it's going to be roger you would assume um and that's just it's going to be a sad day what are we going to do, Colin? I mean, if, by the time we're recording this and we're us releasing this, if one of them died, again, we haven't killed them. First, we're following breaking news right now. Actor Roger Moore has died. The actor was most remembered as James Bond. He was 89 years old. His kids put out a statement this morning saying that he died after a battle with cancer. He died in Switzerland. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, look, it, between recording this and recording uh, our last commentary, uh, obviously Chris Cornell's died. Uh, so he became the yeah. first Bond singer, I guess with the exception of Louis Armstrong, to have obviously passed Is away. Matt Monroe dead? Well, okay. Can but we <laughs> <that>? <laughs> I guess the most recent <laughs> Bond singer yeah. to have died. Um, so, I mean, yeah, like we don't want to think about it because it's going to be a sad day. But, yeah. Well, I mean, as we discovered in the last pod- podcast, J.W. Pepper. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> that was big news. <laughs> Next you'll be telling uh, me Desmond Llewellyn is dead. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, think about it. We've had a lot in the last, like, Guy Hamilton, you know, he's dead. And uh, no. Christopher Lee, even more recently, um, him and Nick Knack are <laughs> feeding each other Tabasco and sauce in heaven. No. <laughs> what? All right. <laughs> Wait, he's asking for the Tabasco sauce. Yeah, sorry. I just zoned out there for a moment. While I was we covered it. It was our last episode. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think Noah, it was Noah, wasn't it, that mentioned that we should have maybe done a Chris Cornell tribute episode. I mean, look, they're really, in the grand scheme of things, I think we would have more likely done a tribute episode to, to Pepper than Chris Cornell. I, think. <laughs> uh, I mean, look, it's no disrespect to Chris Cornell, but, I mean, he did one song. It's like, if Shirley Bassey died, probably yes. Yeah. Um, but John B- yeah. Is John Barry dead? Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> Shirley Bassey dead? Bro- Shirley Bassey isn't, but um, <laughs> again, at the time of recording this, she's probably, she's old, so she's probably, you know, could die in between now and releasing it. But um, we, I should mention, I, I did read an article actually that Daniel Craig did come out and actually pay tribute to Chris Cornell, which I kind of thought it was nice, given that Daniel Craig doesn't generally do much with James Bond outside of having to do it every couple of years. What if every Bond, oh, Granny! That's granny Lady! <laughs> Uh, John Barry is dead, by the way. <laughs> We're breaking the news here first. This is this is Lois. This is later. this is nineteen eighties Lois Maxwell right here. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Granny Penny. 
<laughs> this lady is only 36 when she finished. <laughs> That's the 1960s. She's not legal, people. Stop perving on her. She's actually 14. <laughs> uh, I just think it's funny that... Um... Like, well, I'm not saying it's funny. <laughs> Daniel Craig paid tribute to Chris Cornell. But <laughs> if every Bond paid tribute to the first Bond who did their theme song, you know? Like, Roger Moore, I'm going to pay tribute to Paul McCartney when he dies. Such and, a sad uh, death that Sir Paul died. <laughs> P- Pierce Brosnan, I will pay tribute to uh, Tina Turner. <laughs> if Aha if uh-huh passes away, <laughs> is Timothy Dalton going to be a tribute to them? <laughs> See you later, Aha, uh-huh, old buddy. <laughs> <laughs> old buddy. <laughs> it's just, oh, just, you bring up Roger Moore, we have to impersonate. <laughs> so sad about the death of Sir Paul McCartney. Not an illuminating death that one was. <laughs> Tina Turner. <laughs> Tina Turner, rest in peace. Thought I'd forgotten you, eh? <laughs> we only have one line. We can't do Pierce Brosnan. Bond, but it works every time. <laughs> it's, it's Tina Turner's funeral. Everybody's come out, you know, oh, boo-hoo, Tina Turner's dead. And that pops pop Pierce Brosnan to the stage. Thought you'd forgotten me, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Samantha Bond's in the background. Pierce, remember to stay on the top of things. <laughs> Why do we do oh, commentaries? Gonna... We never stay on topic. <laughs> Look, Bond, still no airbags, still no seatbelts. Do you remember? I don't know if you were part of Survivor Oz when we started doing the Survivor commentaries. I never forget it. Noah and I came up with the idea. We were like, this could be a fun idea. So we did like a test recording and we're like, this is amazing. We can like talk about Survivor and commentate over the episode. And like, we just did what we're doing now. We didn't talk about the episode. Yeah. And this is like, okay, we need to talk about this. This is what the quintessentially most iconic James Bond scene in the history of James Bond. If we don't talk about this, we rescind our status as a James Bond podcast. All right. So what do we want to talk about here? The laser, the crotch. (laughs) (laughs) put the pressure on ourselves here now. <laughs> oh, is this? Oh, here's our game. This is our scene. <laughs> Turn those lights back on. I wonder how many of these, I mean, I've got the sound on the background, but oh. I wonder how many of these are subtitled. I'm so sad that I don't get to hear this. He's on the party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the <guy running> <laughs> and the other guy's rocking it for him. He looks so... These are like the biggest gangsters in the world. I just want to rewatch The Godfather and see Marlon Brando on the back of one of those, and James Caan is like, "Hey, Dad, look at this, me." <laughs> What's the line he says about Chicago? He's like, "I don't do business with Chicago." <laughs> this is just a scene from A View to a Kill. I mean, come on. <laughs> Ooh, you can have them today. Evilly putting his balls in the pockets. <laughs> Look at the little pony things he's got up there in the top. He's they... got a lot of those. Why are they riding those? I think my sister used to have one of them. <laughs> banks don't open on Sunday. <laughs> this is when they... My bank will. They're terrified of the models or something, isn't it? Yeah, what's with that trick pulled in? What's going on there? <laughs> <laughs> 
What is this, America? <laughs> Turn those lights back on. Wait, cover those doors. Turn those lights back on. This is, this, let's be honest. This is what Donald Trump's like pull- in the Situation Room in the White House. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like being cooped up like this. <laughs> What's that map doing there? <laughs> Of all things you get nervous about, what's that map doing there? Not the map! Just... Put the map away! I have a map fear! <laughs> He's locked you in a dark room. He's closed... <laughs> Take it easy, Jamie. He's locked you in a dark room. He's got apparatuses turning upside down. And they're like, there's a map on the wall there! Let's get out of here, guys! Oh, I love how Jamie's in the background cracking up laughing too. She's only hearing half the conversation. 007 filmed in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> I don't think she's breathing. I don't know why anything is that funny. Did she say she's not breathing? I don't know if she is. Wait, what's going on here? The floor! <laughs> what is this, America? <laughs> is she that audible right now? Yes! <laughs> she's like laughing harder than you and I are. I know. <laughs> Jamie, are you okay? <laughs> she can't breathe. She's telling me she can't breathe. Take her to the hospital, quick! <laughs> Time for CPR. Everybody, hold. Breathe, Jamie. Breathe. <laughs> <laughs> we just have our next clip for the next best. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. <laughs> Five to six in the morning. <laughs> ben stood up. Did you ever used to do that as a teenager, where you like yes. stay up all night and you just get completely delirious by morning? I'm still a teenager, Colin. I'm not old. <laughs> You're like, look at this Korean guy here. He has no clue what's going on. It's so funny. <laughs> he looks so confused. <laughs> what's going through this guy's mind right now? Oh, uh, what's going through my mind right now? <laughs> he's like, what's with that trick floor? Is this where he fakes walking down the stairs or whatever it is? Or he's like, hello. Wait, fake, fake elevator. Oh, now. yeah. And then somehow he managed to hoist himself up above the ceiling. <laughs> he's Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a drop of blood's about to yeah. fall down. <laughs> Connery, Connery, friendly neighborhood Sean Connery. <laughs> name is Bond. James Bond. He's got Parkinson's. Andrew Garfield. He's got Andrew Garfield. He's got a kidna. You know, it's funny. We're here sitting here referencing jokes from another episode on another podcast we do that's not even set to go up for three weeks. This is your teaser trailer for Spider-Man 2, available by the Oz Network three weeks from now. (laughs) (laughs) We need to film episodes at this time of the day more often. 
there's a line I never noticed. There goes, the underworld will rock with applause for centuries. <laughs> I've never heard that line. Because I can't actually hear what he's saying. All I see there is Goldfinger like going, no, 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 with his hand. <laughs> <laughs> I did this entire model with my bare hands, I tell you. You know, it's really like, again, I think we talked about this in the episode, but like, to what extent does Goldfinger have to go to build this model? Like, no, no, that American flag doesn't look real enough. I need you to yeah. redo that one. Our henchman college from a view to a kill. Yeah. <laughs> and why does he just happen to build the houses that are underneath in a room? Oh, there we got the canisters across the Canadian border. Yeah, I want the the henchman college where he's like, I want a giant model of Fort Knox on the ground, and I want a giant map on the wall, but make it look sinister so people get nervous when I pull it out. <laughs> see, see, they need to do this in like you know this day and age where there's like the cinematic universe. We need to have the 007 cinematic universe, <laughs> so we have like you know these like side movies of you know henchmen. Think like in my Lee. <laughs> Take on the Koreans. <laughs> Miley and Ding take on the Koreans. <laughs> what do they do this week? It's Miley and Ding. <laughs> no, he's like, I thought it was an eight. What the fuck is that? It's annoying me. <laughs> Put your jacket first up. You've gotten, gotten angry on an episode. It's because a man's yellow sleeve is showing. <laughs> jacket up. You're a professional at Goldfinger's Ranch. This isn't Korean McDonald's. That's not how we dress dud. <laughs> what is that a merry-go-round no it's a jacket fix it this is clever how they explain the plot hole from the book though that you couldn't rob fort knox because of the amount of time it would take to haul it all out of there <laughs> so all the book readers <laughs> <laughs> like oh oh just rubbing it again colin knows how to read ben doesn't <laughs> I am now officially a fictional character and I haven't even read the book. So, you know. <laughs> Somebody wrote you a book as a tribute to you and you're like, yeah, I'll get around to it. But it's like in the third book and I'm not in it to like right at the end. It's like, put me in the first book in like the opening few pages and kill me off. I'll be satisfied with that. Plug in what it is so one of our listeners can give you a review on your character in your book? Um, It's like The Legends of Zarnetha or it's like a Tasmanian book. No one... <laughs> <laughs> I, it was just a... it's, it's probably called like you know uh night um of twilight or something like that you're like ah it's called like fantasy language of zarnethia there's wizards uh, and shit i don't know <laughs> yeah i mean you know it's just it's just what happens with your radio host and you joke to an author you should put me in your next book and they do uh <laughs> I just love that an actual radio station is saying, who are we going to have interview the author? It's, I know, the guy that doesn't read. (laughs) (laughs) I ordered a book to take away with me, but I haven't received it yet. It was the David Morris autobiography. (laughs) Ah, okay. You did that after you interviewed him, not before. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Trying to find the name of these books. I do want to say that. That is a good interview, too, if anybody wants to listen to it on Off the Podium. It is. Download it now. Our most downloaded interview. Uh, no, I think your um, yours was with... Um... Yeah. That one, yeah, I just checked today, and David Morris has exceeded her. Oh, well. Listen to the, uh, to the Oz Network. Listen to Off the Podium. <laughs> the Legacy of Xanthia. There you go. <laughs> I was sort of right. <laughs> 
the language of Zarnithia, I think was what it originally came up. The Ooga Bing of Wizard Dong. <laughs> Chantel Griffin is the author. Hello, boobs. Um, Chantel. <laughs> Wait a second. Are you saying that to Chantel Griffin? No. No. <laughs> definitely not. You're like, the author is Chantel Griffin. Hello, boobs. <laughs> right now, she's sitting there going, Ben. Definitely not. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to write you into my next erotic fiction novel. <laughs> That's what it, the legacy of Xanthia is. Uh, <laughs> a creepy guy named Waterworth who walks around going, Hello, boobs, to every woman he meets. He has a contract. Come on in. <laughs> Come to my dun. I don't know. What's Fifty Shades of Grey? It's bullshit. Jamie, what's Fifty Shades of Grey? <laughs> we need to do that for the Oz Network. <laughs> you yeah. Actually, no, we can't do it because it's not appropriate for you, Colin. You're not old enough to watch it yet. <laughs> I Sex? Think that what's was this? One of our what are they doing? Ah, oh, Bond, you thief. <laughs> that's that's where Halle Berry gets the line. At least we're gonna die rich. Yeah. <laughs> See, well, that was that was a gold figure reference. Now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like you have forty five seconds for all of Kentucky to blow up, and he's sitting there gently tapping the thing. He's like, oh, okay, if I just hit it at the right angle. I mean, let's count this: forty, thirty nine, thirty eight, thirty seven. <laughs> 36. Started it 35, like two minutes and 54 34, seconds. 33. Okay, that guy's flat. He's not like that. 30, 29, 28, 27, 26, 25. Did you used to do this when you were younger? I used to always do it. 20, yeah. 19, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, Eight, hurry up on. Seven, well, six, out. <laughs> five, four, four. three, two, 38 one. and a half ago. Nuclear bomb! <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, uh, every kid did that. It is seriously like one of these weird movie tropes. Like, how do they explain the time in movies that it enables yeah. them to do this? How is that a nuclear oh, bomb? Yeah. That is the fun house in The Man with a Golden Gun. <laughs> I'm going to say it looks like some state-of-the-art ice cream maker from the Jetsons. <laughs> He's never cut the red wire, Bond. <laughs> 11. He's 10, way too calm. Nine, He's way eight. too calm. Yeah. Eight. Seven. Six. Well, this guy's like, what are you doing? <laughs> There's an off switch, man. <laughs> Stops on double I seven. <laughs> Just like, what kept you? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I stopped it, M. Uh, that was me. Yep, yep, totally me. <laughs> Absolutely me. Bond saves the day again. Da, 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 da. That does not make her a lesbian. But has she been with women? Well, I don't <laughs> think they acknowledge yes or no, but it was a 60s, either way. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's not 1967 yet. This is still the innocent James Bond. <laughs> yeah, everyone tried it once. I've never been around Speak men to yourself, before. Ben. <laughs> what, you've never tried it with a woman? <laughs> How did you get Jamie pregnant? <laughs> immaculately conceived. You've heard our other episodes. I'm not the only one she has her eye on. 
Trust me, I just listened to the Gardens of the Galaxy episode available on the Oz Network. I swear she spent like 45 minutes of that just talking about men. <laughs> You're so calm with her. <laughs> That's her being appropriate and edited. <laughs> That'll be interesting. That'll be fun. And we will have that for you next. Thank you for tuning in. As always, you can subscribe. I mean, after this episode, let's be honest, you don't want to subscribe, but uh, we'll <laughs> we'll ask you to anyway. Please do. We would appreciate that, guys and girls. We would really like you to. Um, and think of think of the baby on Colin's lap. Co- Colin's got to feed <laughs> Casper. All right. If we don't get subscribers, Casper dies. Like literally dies. <laughs> So you must subscribe to this podcast to save a baby. It's that simple. <laughs> so go to iTunes. Go to, uh, what's the other one called? Uh, Stitcher. Stitcher. Thank you. Uh, I don't think this is on Spotify yet, but the Oz Network is. You can listen to that on Spotify. I just, uh, I just want to say we are two years into this podcast, I think, uh, almost. And I just subscribed to us on Stitcher, I think, about a month ago. <laughs> there you go. Even our hosts are only just subscribing that's what keeps babies alive. So do it. It's Britney, bitch. Get it queued up as soon as you see the MGM lion. Yes, the lion. We always forget it. And, and again, there's region differences. Although I'm in Canada now, does that make my version play differently? Even though it's a... Pal, but I don't know who. <laughs> Bryn Groves, you're still in my head all these yeah. years later. Uh, all right, are we ready? Let's do this. Three, two, two. one. Vargas. Vargas. Oh, your line's ahead of mine now. Oh no. I wonder what that line's doing right now. I wonder if what's that um, Joe Exotic guy? Doesn't he have lions? Or something? <laughs> Tigers. Tigers. I-, I think that lion's either dead or will be within hours now that we've talked about it. Bit rapey, but not like full on. This is more rapey to me. And also like the whole live and let die thing with Domino, like um, not rapey. Like, no, no, not at all. Not appropriate, but I mean, (laughs) she still said yes. Um, Ben, well, don't here, start I'm... this hole. You know, you you just dig yourself a hole when you start talking about this conversation. This is the best part of the movie right now. The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be in Terrence Young's chair here. Right, Sean, now look concerned. You're dying on a big <laughs> wobbly thing. <laughs> it doesn't, like, I, I'm sorry. This sequence does not play out that well. It, it always just looks really silly. Because, like, you can't tell that anything's happening. It's just sort of like you're rocking back and forth. If it was, like, <laughs> slowly pulling his limbs from his body, okay, maybe. At least in Moonraker when he's on the spinny thing, like, that's, you know, a little bit more. Good. But this is literally like, ah, I'm going to turn you up and make you wobble really fast. <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> and the point of view shot, like, let's do a POV yeah. shot of him and zoom and in the on the <laughs> And, like, the panic on his face just does not match what the audience is seeing. You're not even seeing, like, a full body shot of him. Sometimes it just looks like he's rocking his head up and down. He's right. like the, he looks like the pigeon from Blue Ringer. 
<laughs> and then I love how it like blacks out next minute this woman, you could have died. And then let's just have sex. <laughs> well, she doesn't want to lose her job. Yeah. That's how it was in 1965. <laughs> oh no, don't sue me. I'll have sex with you instead. Men, women, didn't matter what gender, you just had sex with them. It was the swinging 60s. <laughs> Now he gets up and he just holds his back. He was in such panic five seconds ago, like, ah, I'm going to die. And I was like, oh, I'm back. Well, I may have to report this to the authorities. <laughs> what is your supervisor's name? She even says it here, well, I'd lose my job. And he goes, well, I suppose my silence could have a price. <laughs> you don't mean. Oh, wait, wrong person. You don't mean. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it, other than Pierce and Roger Moore, no actor really ever liked talking about James Bond. I mean, you never hear Timothy Dalton talk about it. Connery refused to for years. Well, Lazenby charges for it. Yeah, now he does, yeah. <laughs> the thing is with Dalton, though, is that, like, I think Dalton just kind of hides away from Spotlight in general. Like, I think kind of he just does his stage work and he does a movie here and there. But whenever I've seen... <laughs> Why is that funny? Yes. <laughs> He hides from the spotlight. It's called not getting acting gigs. It's not hiding from the spotlight. Old buddy, I'm going to stay in my bunker. I've been self-isolating before it was cool. Um, <laughs> Sounds like a pirate. When it, when... <laughs> there we go. There's our Timothy Dalton. Arr! I'm Timothy Dalton. Um, but whenever I have seen Timothy Dalton in interviews, he he does seem like he actually talks about it. He just I just don't think he does many. <laughs> leave Dalton alone stop shitting on Dalton in listening to all these old episodes all you ever do is shit in Dalton you leave him alone <laughs> third best Bond <laughs> can I actually just point out you actually completely reminded me and again if you're listening to a commentary and you're thinking you're not talking about the movie this is 007 this is what we do and plus again as Colin just said they're literally about to spend 30 minutes getting a nuclear bomb so right now they're about to get a nuclear bomb cool um, we teased on one of our episodes recently that we got a review on our uh, episode about the No Time to Die song and we oh, said yeah. that we were going to read it at the end of the episode Colin we never read that that's sad. Uh, so I guarantee we're going to have a t-shirt made out of this review. So I'm going to read this right now uh, because I feel that we have to read it because somehow this is the weirdest review that we ever got. And I'm just actually trying to find the person who sent it. I've found the review, but I need to find their name because we need to give them a shout out because we've got a new fan. This isn't just Bryn, jo <laughs> Bryn Groves anymore. This is, you know, number one fan for... Double Oz 7, we, we found them just because we did an episode on Billie Eilish. Remember when Billie Eilish released that Bond song? Doesn't that seem like about three years ago now? Um, my goodness, that song. is. I haven't listened to it since it got released, I don't think. Um, anyway, uh, so this review that we got, I'm dragging this out as much as I can because I'm trying to find it. Um, I can't find it. Where is it? <laughs> What is happening? Oh, because I think it was it a review on the American website, maybe? Stupid ge geography, me being in Canada now. Um, Colin, talk about something that's on screen right now while I drag this out a little bit. Uh, let me see. Can I find that towels thing again? <laughs> oh, I found it. Here we go. Never mind. Right. Oh, there we go. So, this review is from somebody called SJ Subscribe. Thank you, SJ Subscribe, for listening. And I'm going to read this word for word, and I'm not making any of this up. If you don't believe us, head to our iTunes page uh, on the American iTunes store, and you will read this. 
I really enjoyed you guys blow off some heat on your podcast about the new theme music and song for No Time to Die movie. Your knowledge of Bond movies is impressive. Thank you. But I can assuredly say that you are just as clueless about the franchise's future. That's where Billy comes in, because that's where Bond lives. In Billy's world. (laughs) Billy was brought on not just for her vocals, but her aesthetic direction. The old Bond lingers in the background, as you noted in the music, but the foreground is old Billy. I can tell you... No, sorry. I can tell you won't like it. That's what gives me so much pleasure to see clueless dweebs like you (laughs) shown the middle finger while Bond is recast for the future. All of you complaining about the theme are, believe it or not, in the minority. Note that this song is the highest rated on all major rating services of any Bond theme in history. It will debut at number one on Billboard and other charts in 27 countries this week. It has never happened before to a Bond song. Even the movie will break many records. This kind of success does not come from Billy sticking to old Bond formula. That comes from Bond living in Billy's world. It was very, very satisfying to see you dweebs rant and fail aimlessly. Your days are done. Finally. Okay. So this person's been wanting our downfall forever? Like, who is this? You know what I found particularly funny was going over our downloads, which, I mean, all of our podcasts have had big spikes, you know, since coronavirus started. But, like, 007, easily our most downloaded show, even though we put the least amount of effort into it, it seems. Um after that episode, which I think was like a record-breaking downloads for us, at least within the last couple of years, our episodes since then have gone up. So this review is helping. It is. <laughs> You've encouraged new people to listen to us. Thank you. And I just want to point out, uh, SJ Subscribe, that uh, your claim that this song will debut at number one uh, on the US Billboard Hot 100 made it to number 16. And 27 <laughs> countries around the world went to number one in a measly 14 countries around the world. So. <laughs> and, and- the thing that I thought was most hilarious about that, other than the fact that they're talking about how out of touch we are while using the word dweeb that hasn't been uttered <laughs> in 30 years, is the fact that th- they're talking about it's it's the most you know uh, download of all time on all subscriber services. There was no iTunes prior to what? Casino Royale? <laughs> so basically, of the last four movies, this is the highest rated one. <laughs> And also just want to point out, Die Another Day made it to number eight on the US Billboard Hot 100. So <laughs> shut up, you dweeb. Dweeb. <laughs> Can we, we have to get a t-shirt made that says we're living in Billy's world, dweeb. <laughs> I guarantee you, if Billie Eilish was to come on this show right now, she wouldn't even remember that she did a Bond song. Like, oh, <laughs> yes. oh, like, dude, I totally did that, didn't I? Like, wow. Yeah. How'd that movie go? It was dope, wasn't it? <laughs> you dweeb. Can you imagine living in the 60s when you could just sit there and smoke around a table? I never thought you were so cool. Like, hey, I'm good, have a smoke. Like, why is there no one in the background going... <laughs> like, like, I remember when I was how 18... Was that old, how is that, that old lady there even breathing still? <laughs> when I was 18 and I started, like, going out clubbing and that, that was kind of when they were just phasing out smoking. Like, you had a smoking section in a bar... And I remember there was one of these clubs that you went to that you'd come in the main door and to get to, like, the dance area, you had to walk through the smoking section and you literally could see, like, a wall of smoke that you had to walk through to then get to the... It was disgusting because you would just go... 
<laughs> You're like, I want to go home. Yeah. How, people in the 60s were idiots. Why was this a cool thing? Like, why? Why was what a cool thing? Smoking. Eating outdoors? Smoking. <laughs> what is cool because about Sean it? Because Sean Connery did it. That's why. No, because of one saying Bond. <laughs> James <Yeah>. Bond. <laughs> He's to blame. <laughs> Why are there so many old women at this, like, dancing? Like, it's past your bedtime. <laughs> Go home. Connery looks good there. <laughs> we have spent more time talking about him than Domino. Oh, Domino's attractive too. <laughs> Isolation is turning me gay. <laughs> Look at Vargas. He looks so stupid in a tuxedo. I just want to punch him. Stupid no matter what he's wearing. <laughs> stupid face and his stupid hair. I wonder if Vargas? they can do an episode on the wardrobe of Vargas. Philip Locke. No, he's dead. We don't tweet <laughs> anyone anymore. That's that's a shame. I love that if you go to his picture on Wikipedia, it's just his creepy little face. Of he, the guy who plays Vargas? Yeah, 16 years ago he died. What else was he in? Um, Amadeus? Oh no, on stage. Oh, so he was age. Uh, Vargas. Good for him. Philip Locke. Okay, Locke survived by his companion Michael Ivan. Good for him. Maybe he did make love, but <laughs> just with the just with the men. Uh, he was he was in a movie called Porridge. Oh, Hitler. The last ten days. He played Hitler. No, he played. Well, that was uh, Alec Guinness, wasn't it? He played Hansk. The esteemed. Um, oh, he was Prime Minister in And the Ship Sails On. Cool. All right, we're sidetracked now. We're looking at the filmography of... <laughs> I'm looking at his filmography now. His final role was playing Judge in Wild from 1997. What a movie. What That's a man. Love. I'd love to, like... ISIS or something like this just literally have a nuclear bomb. They were like, we're going to hold the world for ransom. Like, how do you just call up MI6? Yeah. Like, do they just have a number? Who do you know who to call? Uh, hi there. I've uh, just uh, got to threaten the world. Can I get put through to somebody in the, uh, I don't know, that part of the MI6, please? Yeah. And like, well, that's really not our department. <laughs> Due to coronavirus concerns, there must be yeah. suffering high <laughs> volumes of calls. Please wait. <laughs> If you're not threatening the world in the next 48 hours, try calling back later. I've never been able to understand this other than the fact that he can show off his beautiful hairy legs, but why is he wearing a wetsuit from the top up only? <laughs> it looks like um, Britney Spears' outfit in Oops, I Did It Again. You know, it that does. Tight yeah. <laughs> there, now, there's something I want to see. Sean Connery singing Oops, I Did It Again. Oops, I did it oh, again. Yes. You played with my heart. <laughs> I got lost in the game. Oh, baby, baby. You might so think I'm in all love. All the Britney hits. <laughs> Hit I'm, me, baby, one more time. I'm not a girl. Not, <laughs> not yet a woman. A woman. <laughs> womanizer, womanizer. You're a womanizer. Oh, you're a womanizer, baby. You, you, you are. You, you, you are. Womanizer. 
womanizer. <laughs> Boy, don't try to front. I just know exactly what you are. <laughs> Connor, he can do anything. <laughs> from from the taste of your lips, I'm on a ride. You're toxic. I'm slipping under. With a with a taste of a poison paradise, I'm addicted to you. <laughs> Don't you know that you're toxic? <laughs> I'm a slave for you. <laughs> can't hold it. I can't control it. Get it, get it, get it. Oh, get it, get it, get it. Oh. <laughs> I'm a slave for you. <laughs> If if I said my heart was beating loud, if we could escape the crowd somehow, if I said I want your body now, would you <laughs> hold it against me? Sometimes I run. Sometimes I'm scared of you. All I really want. Is to hold you tight. <laughs> Be with you day and night. <laughs> every every time I try to fall, I, without my wings, I feel so small. I guess I need you, baby. <laughs> Can you please go back to the Bahamas and find his house and just knock on his door? <laughs> Excuse me, Sean. Um, can you read the following? Baby, one more time. What? I'm stronger than yesterday. <laughs> now, it's not, I can't remember it. Now it's nothing but a my way. My loneliness is killing me. No more. Ah, ah. Oh, yeah. It's Brittany, bitch. <laughs> give me, give me more. Give me more. Give me more. Give me, give me more. Give me more. This is also showing us that the lyrics of Britney Spears songs aren't that in-depth. Uh, <laughs> I used to think. <laughs> okay, now... Here, here's my question. Getting back on track with the movie here for a second. Is that, is that the name of our episode? Oops, Sean did it again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They've actually got interviews with like Skyfall's Yenis Chung, who was the cashier in the Macau's casino in Skyfall. Oh, why didn't we get them? What What do they talk to her about? Like so. What did you think of Craig's suit in Skyfall? It was good. All right, thanks for joining us. <laughs> Again, not like not to be making fun or anything, you know. But I mean, it, we we had a guest on at one time. You know, our show sort of just started. Remember that just... when we had a guest. Yeah. <laughs> but like the funny thing is, we thought like, oh, we're gonna get so many more downloads. You know, if if we have like Robert Davi on here, the villain from License to Kill. And I, I don't think it matters if Robert Davi or whatever. For whatever reason, people would rather listen to you and me 
do Sean Connery impressions of Britney Spears because our downloads are higher without guests. So and that's not even bother? that's not even a lie. Like our we thought, yeah, our Robert Darby episode would end up being like our most downloaded episode. I I, I don't even know if that got hundred. Like I, I need to look it up right <laughs> now. Our most downloaded episode was the episode where I was talking about the locations of Spectre. A lot of that came down to James Bond Radio sharing a blog post I wrote and kind of the link to our episode. So obviously they've got quite a high listenership base, but. Even our illuminating tribute to Roger Moore got like ten thousand downloads. Yeah. Whereas well, I I'm looking our, here, I... our Robert, our Robert Darby episode only got one hundred and five downloads. <laughs> we <laughs> had a freaking Bond villain on, people. And granted, we we posted it on two separate shows, so let's say it's you know a couple hundred more than that, possibly. But I mean, I th- if, if I remember right, didn't our Skyfall commentary get something like seven thousand downloads? Uh, yes, seven thousand. So I'm looking here. Yes, you're right. Seven thousand and forty-six. I just want to point out, and again, we're not here to brag that we've got listeners. Thank you. We we really do appreciate it. You have no idea, and we are going to talk about Thunderball. Uh, Vargas is talking to Lago. Great. Um, <laughs> this is the he does not make love part. <laughs> I just want to point out that our last uh five oh seven or eight episodes because we had two best ofs in there, right? So mm-hmm. since our episode 64, Experiencing Bond for the First Time, 1,149 downloads. Ben read a book. Our interview with, I'm not going to try and, was it Nicholas Sasusik? I can't pronounce Susik. your name, Nicholas. Thank you. I'm sorry if I butchered it. 1,628. Knit Your Own Cat, First Time, No Time to Die Trailer Analysis, 2,168. Best of 007 Part 3, 1,967. Best of 007 Part 4, 748. No Time to Listen, a No Time to Die title song analysis, 2,755. Go Eat Some Cheese, Ranking the Bond Girls, 3,353. And 700 more people listen just because of that one review. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, and 1,923, our last episode. The last time we got lower than 100, because our Romania of James Bond ranking the pre-titles, it got 856. Tickle Me Dong, Mr. Wint got 1,028. Stevie Snootwater, James Bond Jr. Episode 1, 37 downloads. <laughs> like, our low episodes for 007 now are basically around 1,000. 37 people listen to James Bond Jr. Basically. Is it, is it a curse it, of the Oz Network? Because the only two 007 episodes that were ever cross-released on both 007 and the Oz Network were the Robert Davi interview and Stevie Stewart-Water. Yeah. I mean, I'm just I'm just looking here. Like, we used to kind of just average, you know, 50, 60, 70. Then we kind of, we started peaking around 28, episode 30, over 100 in episode 33. Then all of a sudden, boom, episode 46, Australia on Tinder, a visit to Spectre's filming locations, 15,806. But again, thanks James One Radio for the plug. Um, and since then, only two episodes have not had more than a hundred. Uh, our Goldfinger commentary, the episode where we killed Roger Moore, <laughs> uh, only had eighty-two, and then oh. yes, Stevie Snootwater thirty-seven. Well, I was just wondering, was that before we switched to Wushka though, or after? No, I don't talk about them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, we're we been after. Okay, know, they're not they're not getting a plug at the moment. Um, <laughs> and now, thanks to, I mean. Robert Davi couldn't give us, you know, uh, enough of a boost. Thanks to what's his name, SJ. Subscribe for your delightful yeah. dweebish inter- uh, review of us. 
<laughs> we're like skyrocketing. <laughs> we love. I mean, seriously, we always appreciate the reviews. So please leave us some. I've actually found from Taylor's with love now. So I found the reviews. Eighteen five star rankings. Uh, can I just point out? We've got to listen to this show. All things Bond are great, and this Fashion Forward podcast fills a needed void. Oh, a needed void. Okay. <laughs> a varied mix of Bond fashion news, views, clothing news, and some general Bond information. And I'm surprised to find that I'm really enjoying the interviews with Taylors and the like. <laughs> Took me a while to find this one, but I'm binging it now. Keep it up, fellas. Wow. I'm a fan of the clothes of 60 Spies in general, but I never thought two guys spending 30 minutes each dissecting the clothes of James Bond would be so addicting after so many episodes. They get some great guests too. We actually, in all seriousness, this is our 70th episode. Thank you very much, everyone, for keeping up with us for 70 episodes. How did this happen? Um, we're 30 episodes away from our 100th. We need to start working on our guests for our 100th. Like, and we got Robert Darby. We need to get Sean Bean or something like that. Like, what are we going to do for our 100th episode? Yeah, but- what if we get a guest and we have 37 downloads? <laughs> <laughs> we'll stop getting guests. Oh, we, we did have Pierce Brosnan lined up, but no one would listen anyway. Yeah. So we just decided not to. Maybe we actually need to do that whole paying for George Lazenby thing for our 100th episode. Oh, we should. What, what's the fee for it again? Oh, like five grand or something like that. Oh, okay. Well, that's nothing. I mean, you're living in Canada. We do about 10 episodes a year. So, I mean, we're still about three years away from 100 episodes. So, I don't know. Honestly. 100 bucks a month. You're living in Canada. They give away money to people now. So, (laughs) we can afford it. (laughs) Is this the one where... No, Bond doesn't use the manta ray suit in this one, does he? The what suit? He's like a stingray manta ray suit. Is it? It's not this one, is it? That might be never seen ever again. (laughs) Look at this old school tech. Not as bad as it when Noah thought there was a movie where Bond punches the camel. <laughs> thought he punched what? Noah legitimately thought there was a Bond movie where he punched a camel. <laughs> oh, poor shark. Don't kill the shark. Those things are pests like kangaroos there. But they're sharks. I want to see a kangaroo with a freaking laser beam on its head. I still remember before we went on our honeymoon, Jamie's dad, who was like super serious about this. Uh, he was saying, don't whatever you do, promise me you're not going to go in the water there. And she's like, well, that's the entire point about going to the Caribbean <laughs> is to go to a beach and go in the water. It's like, don't go in the water. They got sharks there. It's like, they got sharks. Lots of places. Like, <laughs> sharks are drawn to our family's blood. We have lots of family members who have been eaten by sharks. Promise what? me you won't go in the water. And she's like, I don't even know what you're talking about. It's like, there's something in our blood that sharks like to eat. Don't go in the water. <laughs> are you the Brody family? Do sharks go from like Amity <laughs> Island to like the other side and like literally chase you down for revenge? <laughs> How many people have been eaten by sharks in a family? I'm like, I'm intrigued. Is this a thing? <laughs> I don't think any, but he was insistent. <laughs> There's something in our blood. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back through the history of shark deaths in the last hundred years, and every single last name <laughs> is Jamie's maiden name. Uh, <laughs> Hilding. <laughs> Her maiden name is Hilding. <laughs> You're wow, a close we really family. shouldn't have been married. <laughs> Oh, no, you have to pee on her foot now. She trod on yeah, her urchin. they should have ended the scene that way. I need I someone to pee on pee. my hand. 
<laughs> Here we go. No turnover. See, that's appropriate. When did he put that shirt on? They just came out of the water, and he's got a shirt with the flaps open. He's sucking the thing out of a foot. Ugh. Well, Ugh. It's on the foot. I mean, I'd be okay. Don't tell me you're a foot fetish. It's just, no, it's just... no, not at all. But, I mean, Ugh. if you have the opportunity to suck something out of Domino at least once, are you not at least going to take that opportunity? I wouldn't not even suck. Here. I wouldn't even suck Natalie Portman's feet. I hate feet. <laughs> Uh, this I don't think I've ever said this on any of our shows, but I have odorless Uh-oh. feet. I'm not kidding. It's the worst thing in the world. I run marathons, and Jamie will be like, how is it your feet don't stink? And meanwhile, with her and with Casper, they wake up in the morning, they shower, and five minutes later, they're like, what is that god-awful stench? I'm learning so much about you guys today. Jamie's blood is appealing to sharks. You have odorless feet. You're like a superhero. <laughs> it's my superpower. My feet don't stink. Do we ever see Brosnan emerge from the water? Um, Die Another in Day? Spa tank in Goldeneye. Um, I mean, he swims in Die Another Day. He's in a pajama. No, no, no. I know, I know the difference between ice and water, Ben. I live in Canada. <laughs> no, I'm talking about when he jumps off the boat. Snappy Collins back. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's the odorless feet, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> snap. I know the difference between ice and water, Ben. I live in Canada. <laughs> I sound like I'm from Wyoming or something now. <laughs> <laughs> That's my good Wyoming accent. Hello to all our. I don't even know Wyoming has an accent. <laughs> I'm from Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> remember that episode when i snorted that was funny <laughs> it's just reminding me again so off topic we're just a lot of underwater photography now which by oh, the way, this is literally the next hour of the movie people <laughs> swimming underwater now here we are but um, uh, i do this thing whenever i'm imitating jamie where i do the voice like but my name is Jamie. <laughs> do it like that. And then she doesn't even intentionally do it, but she'll always be like, stop, I don't sound like that. And she'll end up sounding exactly the way I'm impersonating her. What is that? My name is Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> I love Colin. Okay. <laughs> Colin, come give me another baby. I love you, Jackman. <laughs> I'm from Wyoming. <laughs> Thought I forgot you. <laughs> Colin, stop recording and look after your children. <laughs> Here, let me let me uh, also give you another peek inside our world. Uh, oh, I'm loving this. This is like keeping up with the Hildings. Uh, oh, you know, my God. Casper's a handful on his own. You add twin babies on top of that. And, you know, often when I'm recording these episodes, you know, it, it could be a bit of a handful for Jamie. 
almost every single time she'll be like, when are you recording? It's fine. Take whatever time you need. Take whatever time you need. And every single time I come downstairs after finishing recording and she's like, they have been a nightmare. I thought you were going to be two hours. It's been way longer than that. I'm like, it's hang been on, two hours Colin, and Colin. ten minutes. Colin, impersonate your wife. Come on. They have been a nightmare. It's been so loud. I don't sound like that. <laughs> She, you know, she sounds like she sounds like the um in Monsters Inc. The Mister Wazowski, where have you been? <laughs> the desk woman. <laughs> Guess who? <laughs> slowly morphing into Fran Drescher again. <laughs> Is it on the lion, by the way, as soon as you see the lion appear for MGM? Well, I've got it on black, but anyway, that's well, I'm always behind. Okay, uh, all right. Either. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get into this. Three, two, Three, one, two. snore. Snore. Oh, that's the most life you're going to see out of any creature in this movie. <laughs> hey, Tiger Tanaka. Oh, yeah, he is great. I don't want to make any judgments, but like, is he gay in real, real life? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think he's with us anymore, is he? Sadly, if not, he's probably just died now. Well, but, um... he doesn't have to be. With, we don't have to ask him personally. <laughs> we're going to the Charles, are you gay? Yes, I am. <laughs> Thank you, Charles. And we're not saying it's wrong if he's gay. We're just asking the question. I'm saying it's wrong. <laughs> wow. Be a man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's a, something. That's, that's completely something a joke. Somebody, somebody, <laughs> somebody's going to cancel us, but completely a joke. Wow. <laughs> the Colin Hildy quote of the episode. I'm saying it's wrong. Be a man. Um, can we call that it? Can we that's the episode title? Don't be gay, be a man. <laughs> We're not calling it that. He's flying a helicopter with a giant rotor above him and like there's barely any wind blowing his shirt. Yeah. Like, I mean, this should be like, he should be literally on the speaker going like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> like, I've been in a helicopter and I know how hard it is to hear people right next to you. Like, you have to wear the headsets and you can still barely hear, hear people when they talk to you. Like, I've been in one, let alone like this those, type of helicopter. Those fat, chubby cheeks of Sean Connery is just flapping. Boss Nass. Boss Nass. Misa going to give you a speeder. <laughs> Be gone with him. <laughs> Misa no like the Naboo. The planet core. They think they're so smart. They think their brain's so big. <laughs> How do we so always make James movie. Bond movies into the prequels? Because <laughs> the prequels are better than You Only Live Twice. <laughs> Like this movie drags too. It is a. It's not that long movie. I think it's just over mm. two hours. Is it? I thought it was about but an like, hour fifty five. Uh, I thought it was. So just it's under a shorter one. Yeah. But this felt like it just went on forever. Yeah, the one thing I. The one thing I say like the final. The, it's kind of yeah. Like when I say it's kind of like Rogue One. Rogue One's not this bad. Rogue One is an average film, and then you get to the yeah. end, and it's amazing. Um, whereas this is kind of a pretty rubbish film, and then the end sequence is like yeah, wow. Um, but that's all people remember. I mean, the thing I'll say about like the the this watching five Conneries basically in five days is that like 
Dr. No, thoroughly improved. I don't know why. Something clicked in me when I watched Dr. No this week. I'm like, Dr. No? Actually kind of good. <laughs> like, here I have spent 97 episodes <laughs> bagging it out. From Russia with Love, amazing. Like, just holds up so well. Goldfinger, amazing. Like, you, you watch the first three, you're like, holy crap, these are great. Then you get to Thunderball, and you're like, eh. And then you get to this, and you're like, eh. And then all of a sudden, you're going to get to On a Magic Circus, and you're like, ah! You're happy ah! again. Dimes up forever, happy again. Like, oh! <laughs> now with a golden gun. Oh, oh. Can we <laughs> just literally every movie? Doctor No. Ah! Ah! Much love. ah! Goldfinger. Ah! Thunderbolt. Ah! You only live twice. Octopussy. Ah. <laughs> Octopussy. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> Uh, don't wait for him to roar or anything like that. As soon as the lion appears, that's where I have a pause. Is that where you have a pause, Ben? I am seeing the unimpressed lion that was unimpressed at die another day, and it's now unimpressed that we haven't started this commentary. <laughs> All right, so we have a pause on the lion, and we're going to go, in this one, we'll go three, two, one, and hilly. And on <laughs> hilly, then we will press play. Uh, Are I'm, we ready I'm, to go? I'm down for the hilly, love. Let's do this. Okay. Three, two, one. Hilly. This is. I'm sad, Colin. I'm not sitting on your couch right now. This is not fun. I know. I'm lying. I'm taking up all the space on the couch. I can't really move right now. I'd make you sit on the floor like I sat on the floor. <laughs> I was watching. This is nothing to do with the movie, but you put a trailer out for your your travel films that you've had, which people can. Uh, I'm sure see if they follow you. And I saw a quick shot of me sitting on the floor <laughs> and you sitting on my couch to record a dime of the day. And I'm like, <laughs> why am I sitting on the floor? And I don't know. <laughs> oh, wait until the film comes out. You'll love the whole whole thing. I wonder if George Lazenby sits uh, look, down and watches this every now and then and goes, fuck, I was an idiot for not listening, <laughs> for, for listening to my manager. <laughs> wonder if he sits down and watches um, for your height only or whatever that <laughs> Filipino <Yeah>. one was. <laughs> yes, we got an email, people, and this isn't the one I was talking about before. Hello to our listener, Sam Vero. Thank you for your um, email telling us to watch the English-language English Filipino James Bond spoof called For Your Height Only, starring a three-foot dwarf called Weng Weng. Uh, we're going to put that on our list, Sam, and... <laughs> And it actually will be on our list. It will be. And actually, just quickly, and I know Colin's holding out for this, we got some reviews on our iTunes page, and yes. we've been begging for these for 18 months or however long we've been around for, and uh, we've only got two, and I can get these quickly, and we'll promise we'll talk about the film. We're not going to start talking about Fran Drescher anytime soon. But um, our first one, I will say thank you to the Shedmaster, who I do believe is Catherine, and her comment simply says, not a rip-off of Spectre, etc., uh, so thank you uh, for that, Catherine. <laughs> I think on their page it says a ripoff of 007, but whatever. And from Viv Gilchrist, um, the title says, The Superior JB Podcast. If you're looking for encyclopedia knowledge, James Bond Radio is your best bet. But 
if you would prefer to laugh so much that a little bit of we will come out, then 007 is unmatched. That's a problem our listeners have. For a taste of what these guys are about, I would recommend For Your Eyes Only or License to Kill. It's great fun and by now probably the fourth most popular Australian-Canadian James Bond 007 podcast. Thank you, Viv. <laughs> Get your incontinence pad somewhere soon. <laughs> Which we learned from our lead up to Spectre is an issue that I have as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's our new tagline. Not you know, a ripoff of you Spectre. You have your validation. The, the comic genius thing. I mean, all of our listeners, they love the comedy. Yes. We are so funny here. <laughs> Just if you're sitting next to somebody and they're listening to a podcast and they smell like we, they're clearly listening to Double Oz 7. <laughs> Can we again? There's not a lot happening here. We need to discuss right now, but you, you and I have both listened to some of our own episodes in public no. places, and like it. And again, this isn't brag or something. It is hard sometimes. You forget certain conversations, and it is hard sometimes to actually contain yourself. And I remember one time I was at work, and I I was trying to put together our best of episodes, um, and Noah had kind of done these timestamps and everything and it got to the uh the avengers quote bond stuff <laughs> i think i was faking coughs and sneezes for probably about five minutes at work i was sweating bullets it's very hard to do i used to so listen... yeah if a little bit of weed does come out yeah. then it's understandable i used to listen to them on the way to work so, i mean that was kind of fine in the car like laughing in my own car but like I was on my recent trip. I was I did the day tour from New York down to Washington. Now it's like a four hour drive, so I'm like on this bus listening to our rankings of the songs. And I stand by this that that's probably one of the best episodes we ever did. And yeah. I'm there exactly like as you were saying, just trying to like, <laughs> like, just, like I'm laughing. And the sad thing is, is that people are probably like, "Oh, what are you listening to?" Oh, just myself. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do we have? Uh, I know we. I think we covered this in a recent episode that there is that one line that can get you into that accent, and it's usually an exaggerated one, like oh, you know, the Welsh the, one. I'm the only gay in the village. Is that it? Is there <laughs> is there a Lazenby one? Can we come up with a Lazenby one for that? <laughs> this never happened to the. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we have. Oh, all here's the montage. The time in the world. Uh, Cookie Monsters solos coming up. We have all <laughs> the time in the world. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! I've never thought it really, of that. <laughs> it really is a beautiful song, but healthy food tastes so good. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, this isn't the most famous one. I just know there's this old commercial. I think it was a butter or a margarine commercial. And it was playing like Louis Armstrong. It was like uh, margarine trying to follow something on like the the, the conveyor belt, I guess, uh, uh, checkout counter. And it's just like, eh, here is the best part. You got a head start. <laughs> That's what I always remember Louis Armstrong from. Sadly, Louis did die. This is the last thing he'd recorded. <laughs> In loving memory of Cookie Monster. <laughs> I've never put that together. Cookie Monster is... <laughs> We've got all the time. <laughs> In the world. Jay is for James Bond. <laughs> 
Um, in all seriousness, do we like the montage? <laughs> um, I don't dislike it. I I think the song, even though it doesn't really sound like a Bond song, I think it is a great song. Hmm. And I I mean, it's it's just showing locations. It's a quick thing. It's not what you expect out of a Bond movie. It's another one of those moments where I think Lazenby does work. Well, at least we know they're falling in love, unlike Casino Royale. Oh, they're in hospital for three months. Oh, don't even get started there. <laughs> a four-second montage just sold you on a love story that two hours couldn't do in Casino Where Royale. Where was our you know, Big Bird montage in Casino Royale? <laughs> Snuffleupagus. <laughs> Elmo. Elmo says they're in love. <laughs> Can we do can, who? Which one of us is actually brave enough to do Elmo doing "You Know My Name" right now? <laughs> Elmo knows my name. I can't do Elmo. I, can't. I can do Roger Moore, not Elmo. <laughs> Sesame Street does Bond now. I'm just so happy it's taken till episode forty-eight to for us to mention the name Snuffleupagus. <laughs> I'm still trying to get into an Elmo here. I don't know how to do an Elmo. <laughs> We're hanging on to this right now. <laughs> don't wake your son up. <laughs> At least he'll wake up to loving characters of Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Do you ever think James Bond would be under a blanket with Irma Bunt? <laughs> Something I often used to think about before I ever saw this movie. <laughs> when will James Bond ever be under... Like, again, this movie, he's been in a dressing gown, he's worn frills, and now he's under a blanket with an old lady. How old was she? Can you look this up? She was, based on what we know from the 60s at this point, she was probably 37. <laughs> She's probably like 18. <laughs> That's why he doesn't get under the covers. Like she wasn't technically legal in all countries. I, I'll Paula Stepart. Um, mm. So she was born in 1917, 1969. So that would make her 52. She's only 52 years old. Wow. <laughs> she began her career at 15 playing Joan of Arc. Wow. And this was her last ever film role. Sad. Jeez. Was she playing the Queen's Mother by 25? <laughs> so when was, okay, when was this? So she died in December 1969. So when was this film released? She 18th December, of December. 69. So wow, shit. She died like three days after this film was released. Wow. wow. It killed her. <laughs> exactly. That's I look so old. How are they supposed to get good publicity? Like, no wonder nobody liked this movie for 20 years. They couldn't get good publicity without actors. So how did she die? Doesn't say. Was it from the air sickness? Oh, cause of death. Heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that how all Germans die because they're so angry? I want to go to the shop. Oh, I it was probably brought on by the inability to eat meat. <laughs> I love, like, can I just point this out? Germans to me aren't like the French. Like, I love the Germans. I love Germany. It's like one of my favorite countries in the world. I want to go there. I want to speak German. 
But like, I would. I've, you, do you ever meet a happy German? Because even a happy German sounds angry. <sighs> I am very happy for the birth of my child. So I, I, I told my wife before. I'm like, the German accent, everything will sound angry. The Russian accent, everything sounds really calm and really evil. <laughs> I love the Russian accent. I don't know if like I'm coming completely <laughs> racist towards Germans, but like I'm honestly I love Germany. I love it. Love you guys to bit Germany if you're listening. Whole country, hello. Guten Tag. If you're French, fuck well, off. After what they did to France, I know which side you're taking. <laughs> don't bring up the French. <laughs> it's strictly Do you like private. <laughs> She's probably been really she nice really... right there. She's probably just like, so don't go there. It's strictly yeah. private. She's like, it's strictly private. <laughs> Anybody ever told you you're a beautiful man? <laughs> Can we please go back to when they get into this helicopter and have Irma Butt say, get to the chopper? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just want them to land and say, get out of the chopper. Put the chopper down now. <laughs> Well, that's why I cut it into our thing where where uh, she's like, uh, "Not grab ice, we'll kill the dinosaurs, the ice age." <laughs> My new life wish is for Arnold Schwarzenegger and Roger Moore to do a buddy cop film <laughs> at their current ages. <laughs> Roger, get to the chopper. I get to the chopper, dear Arnold, my friend. Take your walker and go back to the carpet. <laughs> it's like, I, I, he's the new host of The Celebrity Apprentice, and I've watched the last two episodes. And I don't know how many times throughout the show he'll say something, and I'll just quote something from Kindergarten Cop. Doesn't he say, Who is your daddy, and what does he do? <laughs> Doesn't he say you're terminated instead of um, you're fired? Yeah. He also did in one episode say, get to the chopper. <laughs> there is actually a YouTube video where it's like, you know, the fans have obviously commented on his Facebook page, like, you know, can you quote these? And he just he just does a video where he quotes all these famous things. <laughs> and, like, my favourite is still Jingle All The Way. Put the cookie down! Now! <laughs> Mine is, um... And it's a whole scene, Kindergarten Cop, where he picks up the kid who's eating all the lunches. Like, Did you eat all these lunches? Why? Stop it! <laughs> or everything from Batman and Robin. <laughs> a fleas is coming! Good. I hate it when people talk during the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Why has Arnold never played James Bond? My name is Bond! James Bond! <laughs> Vodka martini! Chicken! Not stirred! You know, the funniest line in Kindergarten Cop may very well be one that nobody ever notices where he's like, you should be the one reading stories about bears who go shopping. <laughs> I want Arnold Schwarzenegger to read a book about bears that go shopping. The bear went to the woods, called the lock of the three bears. <laughs> she tried the first and line. And the mommy bear hot. went to the produce department and the daddy bear to the poultry section. <laughs> I'm not Schwarzenegger to read Three Little Pigs. I'll have an apartment and blow your house down. (laughs) 
I want, to I want Arnold Schwarzenegger to just say, but you can call me Hilly. <laughs> How was your trip? Not too good. I'm not a fan of the travel. <laughs> this never happened to the other fellow. <laughs> oh, Sorry, sorry. Sure, no, I can't even do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's an irony. I forgot you, eh? <laughs> So I need to die another day. <laughs> what have you? Do I kill? <laughs> I'm really gonna have to pee before this movie's over. I don't know how we're gonna edit See, it. There we go. There we go. See, you listen to us, and we comes out. We've succeeded again. <laughs> Thank you, Viv Gilchrist. It's even worse when you are one of us. Imagine our bladders. <laughs> We're going to put a disclaimer at the beginning of each episode now. We recommend that you go to the toilet or at least, you know, attach a, a hose or something. <laughs> oh. So we're back to Colin's favourite James Bond film. and Majesty's <laughs> Secret Service. I still can't believe we stayed on topic basically for all of Die Another Fucking Day. On Majesty's Secret Service. We're... <laughs> <laughs> Talking about Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Fran Dresser. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. Schwarzenegger. Uh. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> and there's those very dangerous spikes on the wall that somebody probably has gotten killed on before. <laughs> oh, God, here he is, and he's frilly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> frills and a skirt. Come on. Hey, it's a kilt. Is it a kilt? I think so. It's got the um, the sprogan or whatever it's called in the front of it. <laughs> you said what? <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's called a sprogan or... Um... I don't that's what's on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> no. He's sprogan all over himself right now. But... <laughs> <laughs> hey, seriously, can we come up with an edit point? I'm going to go sprogan. <laughs> It's making me sprogging all over myself. Okay, hang on a second. Uh, oh, you know what? It'll be effortless for other people. We're just going to go three, two, one, pause, but you keep it playing and we'll edit it out. All right, yes, okay? for people who are listening at home, just keep listening, just ignore us. Colin's going to go sprogging. So <laughs> just, um, just everybody continue as is normal while we pretend this never happened. Cookies! Uh, amazing, wasn't it? Uh, I actually did not leave the couch. It's too late now. <laughs> he just had to get a sponge, basically. <laughs> I sprogged all over my seat here. 2017 marks the first time we've ever mentioned Snufflepagus, and we've had to pause <laughs> a commentary for Colin to have to relieve himself. Again, living up to the peeing notion. The podcast yeah. that makes you pee. <laughs> But again, if you're listening at home, you would not have any idea what just happened. <laughs> I know that, like, I, like in all seriousness, it, if it's not called a sprogan, it's called something. Like, <laughs> we a sporan, not a sprogan, a sporan. There we go. <laughs> so what is a sprogan? I don't want to know. I don't want to Google it. I'll be afraid what comes up. <laughs> I know that because, like... I, I've got Scottish heritage and I'm getting, you know, well, I mean, if I ever get married, Natalie Portman, hello, um, and I'm going to wear a kilt. So 
I knew that from looking it up and shit. So clearly I remembered it well. <laughs> right, let's Google Sprogget. A Sprogget is, is slang for a child. Um, oh, Urban Dictionary, Sprogian. What is it? Don't look at it. To be sick or to heave generally after consuming large amounts of alcohol or illegal substances. <laughs> I looked up Sprogian and it comes up with... The Claire Berlick Gaelic English Dictionary. Anyway, uh, the Angels of Death. <laughs> <laughs> Look at her eat that chicken. We have all the time in the world. Time enough for life to unfold. All the precious things love has in store. We have all the love in the world. If that's all we have, you will find we need nothing more. Every step. Out the way We'll find us With the cares Of the world Far behind us We have all The time In the world Just for now Nothing more, nothing less, only love. Nothing less, only love. 